This podcast is brought to you by Stella Artois. When you're planning to enjoy everything Houston has to offer, especially all the great restaurants in our city, start with Estella. Whether you're going to eat with friends or solo, start with Estella. Stella Artois. Enjoy responsibly. Welcome to What's Eric Eating, Culture Map's bi-weekly look at all things Houston bars and restaurants. I'm your host, Culture Map food editor Eric Sandler. This is the Thursday show where I have a conversation with someone in the food world I think you will want to hear from. She is the owner and founder of Dessert Gallery, a very popular dessert shop in Upper Kirby. Sarah Brooke, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. So nice to see you. Yes, thank you for doing this. I mean, I have to say, you know, right off the top, I think I've been eating dessert gallery cakes, cookies, and other sweets probably since I was in high school or college. I mean, going back to the to the mid nineties. So that. it's 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 very fun for me to have you here. I mean, let's start at the beginning. I mean, tell me a little bit about how you started this business because Houston was a very different food city uh, back then than it is now. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting you say that because I I was thinking about that recently. Also, we have a birthday tomorrow. We're turning 28. And um, uh, so, of course, I'm feeling a little sentimental, thinking back to the old days, back when there was like five of us. There was the cheesecake lady. There was a competitor. There was the lady that did desserts for Tony's. And we were all very friendly. We were all in the Houston Culinary Guild. And, you know, somebody called me and wanted me to do something I didn't do, but I knew Jill did it. I'd say, oh, you need to call Jill. That's what she does. And and so it, w- it was all very friendly. And and as you said, it was just it, there was just a handful of us doing desserts in Houston. And um, those were the old days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what was there was like a kind of a cool like European bakery, like in the Memorial area that did these like really elaborate, I have this vague memory of like a really elaborate angel food cake. I, I cannot think of the name of the place. Oh, well, I've, I've I'm, I'm trying to take you down a, a rabbit hole and I, I can't even like show you the map. So, so never mind. But, <laughs> but tell me about, tell me about how you got started. I mean, what made you want to open a, a pastry shop? So um, actually, Dessert Gallery is my third and my favorite uh, dessert business. I opened my first business right out of college um, in my parents' home. And um, that was uh, back in the days where, you know, People, it, it was okay to do something out of your house and you could, you know, sell it. And there weren't so many rules and regulations and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I started my first business called The Executive Suite and um, grew that business and uh, finally moved out. Um, I, I was all excited 
I was going to get my first apartment. And so I told my dad, I said, dad, I found this great apartment. I'm going to, I'm going to move out of the house. And he said, no, 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 no. You have to move the business out and then you can, <laughs> then you can move out. <laughs> and so right about the same time, I moved the business out of their house and I moved myself out of their house. And um, so I grew my first business and um, uh, ended up taking on partners and uh, ended up uh, leaving that business and starting up again as Sarah Brooke Desserts. And as Sarah Brooke Desserts, I um, ended up developing this chocolate sauce that I marketed nationally. And um, I, uh, uh, I was a single mom by then. And so I ended up selling that company to another specialty food company. And then I consulted to them for two years. And uh, then I had to figure out what I was going to do for the rest of my life by the time I was 30. And um, I knew that I didn't want to put my kid in daycare. And so all these job interviews I went on and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to put Jen in daycare. And and I did not want to do that. And so I went back to my roots and decided I was going to open up another business and um, uh, open Dessert Gallery in September of 1995, a week before she turned five. Okay. Yeah. And you're. Your original location was on Kirby. I mean, you're, yes. you're still on Kirby, but but you were kind of at the back end of a of a shopping center, Excuse right? Me. Yes, I was in the back of Cafe Express on Kirby Drive, um, and uh, that's where I was from '95 until June of '09 when I moved to my current location, and. Um, and that that's where we are today. Talk to me about the early days, because again, like 95, you know, that's senior year of high school for me. So I'm not going to say that I was like super dialed in on the restaurant scene, <laughs> but I remember being really sort of struck by how unusual it was to have some place you could go after dinner yeah. for dessert. It wasn't like a retail. I mean, obviously it's a retail bakery and you could buy cookies and whole cakes there, but it, there was a sit down component that was different than, you know, like a three brothers or something where it's, it's strictly to go and it's daytime. Like you were doing something from my, you know, in my memory and from my perspective, a little different than everybody else was at the time. Yeah. So there was nobody else. There was no place else where you could just uh, come in, sit down, have dessert and coffee. We had games. You could come hang out, spend the evening and um, have, like I said, have dessert and coffee and um, you know, we, we had a huge dining room. And so if half the tables turned and half of them didn't, cause they were playing Scrabble, uh, <laughs> all night, that was fine. And, um, uh, th those were the good old days. 
Um, I mean, had you seen this in other cities or like what sort of inspired you to to have this kind of sit down component? You know, desserts have inspired me like literally since I was born. I um, the first thing I ever learned to read was uh, uh, the chocolate chip cookie recipe on the back of the Nestle's Toll House bag. And um, and I had my my easy bake oven and I was the top seller in my Girl Scout uh, uh, troop for two years in a row because I got wholesale accounts. And uh, like desserts are my destiny. What can I say? And so in in my imagination, like, why wouldn't you have a place where people could come and hang out? And like when I was in high school, I used to love we lived across the street from Godwin Park in Meyerland. And, you know, we, you know, tons of kids would go and we would play. And then, you know, our house was across the street. So people would come over and I'd be cooking and I'd be making brownies and milkshakes. And so it's, it's just in my blood. It's just kind of how I was made. And um, I just, I, I love the feeling of walking into some place and seeing so many people like um, just there, there's just joy. I mean, they're laughing over their desserts or there's a family occasion, there's a celebration. And that's a great feeling to be able to create a space for people where that's that's how they want to spend some time. All right. So tell me a little bit about developing the menu. Cause I would, I would describe you as sort of, I, I mean, I, I can't imagine anyone listening to this has never been to dessert gallery, but, but in that unlikely occurrence, it's, it's very nostalgic. It's kind of classic American desserts, maybe improved a little bit. <laughs> we say old fashioned desserts reimagined. Um, yeah, so, you know, there have been times in my 40 year career where there have been different, um, trends come and go that involved, you know, things flying out of your desserts and all kinds of weird, you know, accessories to your dessert. And they're fun to look at and maybe they're fun to order once, but it's not something you would want again. And um, so what do you want again? You want the thing that reminds you of what your grandma made for your birthday, or you want your favorite chocolate chip cookie, or you want, those are the things you want again. Those are the things that like inspire memories and good feelings and yeah. So that's what Dessert Gallery is all about. It's like, yeah, come in, have your favorite cookie or cake and spend a little time, you know, take a load off your feet and feel good about the world again. You know, as you sort of mentioned, sort of dessert trends come and go. You know, it was cupcakes for a while and it was macaroons and, you know, I don't even... I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what what dessert trend moment we're living in right now. But how many of them have you sort of adopted or or 
are there any that you sort of like jumped on or, or do you just all kind of like let them let, let other people mess with that? You know, um, we definitely have participated in the, in the cupcake situation. Uh, Although I will say when we launched cupcakes with the rest of the world, we used to have like 10 different flavors and now we're back to the basics. It's chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, and red velvet. Bottom line, you don't need more than that because those are the ones people want. They they want those crazy, funky combinations once or maybe twice, but but they really want, you know, yummy chocolate with great homemade chocolate buttercream, or they want yummy vanilla. I mean, it's not about, you know, who can have the weirdest ingredient list or, you know, it, it's really just about feeling good. And then, you know, the other the other trend, of course, is that, you know, in 1995, nobody knew what gluten free was. Right. Are you participating in that at all? Is that is that part of your repertoire? So- You know, that's so funny. So here's the reason that we have so many, we call them gluten friendly, because technically, if you have gluten in your facility, you are not gluten free. So, um, and that's an important distinction for people that like are, you know, have like a serious ailment. But most people just want to know that they're having like whatever's right in front of them doesn't have flour. And the funny thing is, um, our, we, we originally used to have a special menu just for Passover, which of course is the spring holiday where, you know, Jews forego flour. Um, you know, they, they don't have flour for the week. Um, it's a celebration of freedom. We don't need to get into the details, but bottom line is, so I had this whole list of desserts that I, I did once a year and little by little, you know, over time, people would say, you know, I had the best dessert for Passover. I wish you had it all year and little by little. So now everyone's favorite moose cake started out as a Passover dessert. Lemon Vacheron started out as a Passover dessert and so on and so forth. Our, our Concord cake, uh, actually, I've been making that for many, many years. Um, um, but it also ended up on my Passover menu. So all, all these menus that, uh, all these desserts that are combinations of like meringue and mousse, um, they all started out as Passover desserts. And over the years, we also added, you know, um, different cookies and pickup desserts. Yeah, no. So, so as you sort of mentioned, you know, you're part of Houston's uh, Jewish community. I mean, what, you know, how would you kind of describe balancing, I guess, like, you know, like you said, serving the community with Passover desserts and Hanukkah cookies and that kind of stuff with, you know, just feeding everybody. You know, for me, it's all the same. In fact, over over the years, um, you know, it means so much to communities to be recognized. 
And whether it's the Jewish community and realizing that there's uh, a yummy mainstream place that they can go to get great desserts for their Seder, or, um, you know, we make a big fuss out of gay pride. That was another one of the original communities that really welcomed dessert gallery with open arms. And, um, but we've also added, you know, Muslim holidays and Lunar New Year. And, and it's just the loveliest thing to, like, I, I'll never forget the first time I walked into Dessert Gallery and there was this family and it was um, late in the afternoon and there wasn't a big crowd. And so I walked up to them and started talking and let them know I was so happy they were there and what are they celebrating? And um, they're celebrating Eid. They're celebrating the end of Ramadan. And I'm just like, oh, that is so awesome. And um, it's it's just great to know that you can provide that place and that space and that food for people that makes them want to, you know, create family traditions around what you do. And that's, it's really special. It's really special to me. It's, and, you know, it seems like it means a lot to the people um who see themselves in our desserts. All right. Let me, let me shift gears on you a little bit. You're, okay. you're working on a new location. You're coming to the woodlands later this year. So I guess start at the beginning. Tell me how you, you know, of all the places you could have expanded to Memorial, Katie, Sugarland, whatever. How did you decide on the woodlands? Well, um, we do a lot of third party delivery business um, meaning Uber Eats, DoorDash, Favor, the, those type of um, um, delivery services. And uh, we are in regular communication with them. And, you know, we learned that, you know, the Kirby store is in their, you know, biggest market. So where's their next biggest market? Well, it's the market that we're moving into in about eight weeks. And um, so that's how I, I came up with the strategy. But then, of course, we had to find the place. And um, we found the perfect location. I know it was meant to be because it is a former Toll House cookie store. <laughs> and so, but now we're... <laughs> So it's got chocolate running through the, the plumbing there. What can I say? <laughs> and um, we're super excited. Uh, we've got a great design. And uh, we're hoping to be able to celebrate, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah in the woodlands. So keep your fingers crossed for us. Um, I would really appreciate that. Um and we're really excited to branch out and to be part of the Woodlands community. I think it's their 75th. I think they're celebrating their 75th year or or some other milestone year. Um, and so it's a great time to be there. I know that the ladies PGA uh, is now playing there. And um, it's just there's so much happening out there. 
Yeah, it looks like the Woodlands is celebrating 50 years next year. Oh, there you 2024. go. 2024. That's that's the power of Google. Um, <laughs> all right. So all right. Thank so you that. you announced this location a while back. So obviously, you know, you've been hearing from people in the Woodlands. What kind of feedback are you getting? What are they what are they expecting from you when you you open this location? Well, um, they're very excited. Uh, we have a lot of clientele in Woodland, Spring, Tomball, a lot of corporate customers already with Chevron and Exxon and and uh, the medical center out there. So they're super excited that now we're going to be in their in their backyard, so to speak, and um, that they won't have to drive all the way, you know, to Upper Kirby to get their get their fix now. And um, we're we're going to it's it's actually a very small I'll call it intimate <laughs> uh, intimate cozy. space. What cozy? Yes, cozy. It's going to be very cozy, and um, we actually are any day now any any day or any week now, um, launching, uh, some new menu items. So, um, so when we sort of nailed down the timing for the woodlands, I got to work on the menu and so that we could do something new and fun when we got out there. But of course we'll also bring it to Kirby, but, um, it's just, it's so, um, I feel so fortunate that I can still get so excited about desserts and the dessert business, even though next month is my 40th year in the business. Um, so I always tell my daughter, you know, just just find something that you'll be excited about, you know, because, you know, not everybody's so lucky to be able to be excited about what they do 40 years into it. Right. So, so just expand on that just a little more. What, what about it? Like, I mean, 40 years sounds like such a, you know, such a long time, but what, what sort of keeps you engaged? Cause I, I mean, there are, there are certainly other, you know, business owners who would, would be looking at this kind of anniversary and thinking like, oh, you know, I could, I could sell it and slow down and, and, you know, take a step back, but you're, you're marching forward. You know, I still, I still love, First of all, I still love desserts and I love what it brings to the world. I know it sounds kind of, you know, corny, but, um, you know, desserts are all about love and connection and warmth and hospitality and feeding people and welcoming people. And, um, you know, I think that all those things kind of, they just really resonate with me. I mean, I think that's, that's kind of who I am in the world. So just, I want people to come in. I want them to feel good and have a, just, a yummy break from the world. All right. Well, Sarah, I have to say that brings me to the end of my questions. Is there anything I haven't asked you about that you would like to discuss? Oh, my. I think you got on all the things that 
you know, means so much to me. And hopefully that strike a chord with your listeners and our customers and uh, maybe have given them a little more insight into who we are and what we do and why we do it. And, you know, those are the most important things. All right. Well, I, that's very kind of you. I appreciate that. Uh, before I let you go, we're, we're going to end on a silly note. We have to play the lightning round. Five easy questions, five short answers. Oh, Lord. Just say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Sarah Brooke, what is your favorite ingredient? Chocolate. What is the first band you ever saw in concert? Chocolate. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Billy Joel. What is your fast food guilty pleasure? It has to come from a restaurant with a drive-thru. Oh my God. Cane's Cane's fried chicken tenders. All right. Who is your favorite Houston sports figure, past or present? Um hold on. I know that one will come to me. You have any athletes who are regular ah, customers? Car oh. Carlos Correa. You should see the special tres leches we make for him. He <laughs> he loves our tres leches, and we always make it with meringue topping toasted meringue topping for him okay very good and then the guy who loves that and then finally what new houston restaurant haven't you been to yet but you are dying to try honey if i'm dying to try it i have been there Although, all right well, what's the best what's the best new restaurant you've tried recently um street to kitchen perfectly good answer uh sarah give us the website for dessert gallery uh, dessertgallery.com and also dough, D-O-U-G-H dot dessertgallery.com. Uh, the dough site, you can have cookie dough shipped anywhere in the country. And of course, dessertgallery.com, you can get all our, our um, yummy bakery and, and treats and enjoy them wherever you are. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good day. You can follow me on Instagram at Eric Sandler. Keep it locked on culturemap.com for all the latest Houston bar and restaurant news. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back next week. Bye.